Okay, so this is one of the major observations I've made. You know, I've been making it for years now, and but I'm able to actually see the basis of it, and that is that when a person wants something bad enough, no logic is going to actually get in the way. Logic will serve as a uh, a tool to getting what he wants rather than stopping him from getting what he wants. He will make logic do what he needs it to do in order to get what he wants. And when you get into a group of people and you argue with them about what they want versus the logic of what they want, they will band together and create a, an, an internal group logic among themselves and help each other rationalize and justify what they want. And so logic does not trump want or desire. It can't. Logic is, is used to justify want and desire. And here, here, here's where I've observed this so fucking for so long. And I haven't really understood it this simply, okay? And that is, if you want vengeance against the Church of Scientology, you will use any kind of accusation that you can find, whether you know it's true or not. You, for instance... I know a woman who was, um, who was a cadet at CC, and she was molested as a child. And uh, she went through a very harrowing experience through all that. And the org found out about it, and the org actually called the police on the guy. And she was at the horseshoe in the security area when the police came and hauled the guy away. She also said that the guy was threatening her, threatening to kill her as well. Harrowing, very harrowing. But it is an example that goes against the narrative that Leah Remini has, I'm sorry, she has promoted. Tony Ortega started it by finding this, this quote on page 336 of freaking Dianetics uh, where uh, uh, pedophilia is condoned and endorsed. He wants vengeance. They all want vengeance on the Church of Scientology. This woman who experienced this particular incident, in addition to not wanting to talk about it, you know, on the internet publicly, which is, I fully understand, but she's not going to say this thing that is true because she wants vengeance on the Church of Scientology. This is her desire. This is what she wants. So the logic of this is going to be fashioned into a weapon to get what they want. All logic will, and this is what I've been running into, okay? This whole time, this whole time, 18 years of this, Scientologists want Scientology to be true. They will do anything. They will develop any twisted logic to, to make Scientology true. It's the biggest thing in their life that they want. Because if Scientology is true, then they can get everything they want using it. So they will think up the wildest, twisted logic and rationalizations and justifications to keep making Scientology true, whether logic and factual information is allowed to get in the way or not. What they want is way more powerful than the logic and the facts. And in the same way with anti-Scientologists, 
they want vengeance on Scientology. So they will ignore the facts just as much as a Scientologist will in order to get what they want. They will know, for instance, that a particular charge is not true against the Scientologists. An accusation is actually not true. Their own, their own experience was something other than what that accusation was. Like with the pedophilia being, the, the quote from Dianetics being used to condone and endorse pedophilia. They, they will block out their own experience. They will ignore facts that get in the way of their desire for vengeance against the Church of Scientology. They will develop logic that rationalizes and justifies, justifies their desire for revenge. And within a group of anti-Scientologists, they will get together and develop an internal logic which helps to justify and rationalize getting vengeance against the Church of Scientology. It does not matter what the facts are. It does not matter whether, whether the accusations are true. Just use the fucking accusation because anything good in Scientology is outweighed by the bad in it. And it must be destroyed. It's the exact flip thinking of Scientologists who say anything good in Scientology is the overwhelming majority. Way more important than anything bad. So therefore, you know what? Grow Scientology and attack anybody who would make it smaller. See, it's their own internal logic which justifies their desires. And what I've been bumping up in, you know, for 18 fucking years is that people's want, their desire, is more powerful than their logic or reason or critical thinking. It's, 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 it's hard for me, too. Even as a post-X kind of viewpoint, neither being anti nor Scientologist, I find myself jumping into very tr various tribal positions too. There's an almost default urge to become tribal on what I, what I presently believe. And it's weird, because when I was a Scientologist, I became tribal about that. When I was an anti-Scientologist, I became tribal about that. The, the thing about my present position as a post-X is I don't have that big of a tribe. There aren't very many people who are taking on the post-X viewpoint. And so I don't really have anybody to commiserate with and to become a tribe with, really. I mean, I have five, six, maybe seven people at my blog who, who pretty much agree and um, see this post-X viewpoint in, you know, in a very similar way as I do. But it's not a very big tribe. The big tribe is, you know, Leah Remini's anti-Scientology tribe. That is a fucking big tribe. And they are uh, right now in a closed Facebook group, and they're taking tons of people who, uh, you know, were pulled in by Leah's show, and they're giving them all the internal logic to go after the Church of Scientology with. They're, they want vengeance too. All these people that have seen what they've seen on Leah's show, they want vengeance too. So on this Facebook group, there's like, I don't know, at least 1,500 last I checked. 1,500 people, mostly women, who've, who are in the demographic of people that watch A&E and Leah Remini. Leah Remini is a hero to these, these people. They're not all women. There are some men, but the overwhelming majority is the demographic for the audience, which is like, what, 20-something 20, 20 to 40-something. 
female. That's the demographic for Leah's show. And this is the people who make the show, the network, they all think in these terms for any show they do, okay? They have to because they have to sell um, advertising to survive. So they have to learn the demographic of the people who are watching the show in order to sell ads effectively during their show, right? That's gonna, that are gonna be messaging that the people who are watching, the population of people who are watching are likely to listen to, right? Men aren't gonna listen to female products, commercials, okay? They know the demographics here. And so they must think of playing to those demographics too. Even they have their own internal logic. It's based on selling advertising and staying alive and surviving as a network, right? But it isn't, and it isn't necessarily based on getting revenge on Scientology. They just know that the people who have the show want to get revenge. Mike Render was beaten by David Miscavige over 50 times. Leah Remedy was a Scientologist for 34 years. She was hardened in the Sea Org for a while as a, as a late teen, if I remember correctly, and then came out and started acting and started getting gigs as an actor and then became famous. Got a hit show. Funny as hell. Great show. With two of the funniest people ever. Leah Remini and uh, what's-his-face? I never, I can never remember his name. Kevin. Kevin. Kevin, I can't remember his last name. I, I think he's one of the funniest guys on the planet, but I can't ever remember his name. Anyway, they have uh, an internal logic, Mike and Leah, of getting revenge. They want revenge on David Miscavige and the Church of Scientology. And what I've seen in season two is that they've widened the target for who they want revenge from. They've widened it to all Scientologists. It used to be the people who were in charge of the abuses that occurred. It used to be people who um, were at Ent Base, very specifically David Miscavige. Now Mike Render's calling Scientologists vile and vermin, okay? He calls somebody vermin? Well, you know that he wants revenge on them. He's not a level-headed guy who is just arguing for a position here. He is actually out for it, for sure. And Leah Remini, by saying that they believe in pedophilia at the, at the start of season two, having been a Scientologist for 34 years, knows that Scientologists don't believe in pedophilia. She knows that. But she'll tell the world something different because she wants her show to go. She wants... She wants her show to be effective in getting vengeance. Scientology in the Aftermath are, is Mike and Leah's vehicle for getting vengeance against David Miscavige and the Church of Scientology. This is what they want. So no amount of facts, no amount of logic, no argument for or against anything is going to stop them from getting what they want. I've already seen them say things that they know are not true in order to get this vengeance. And how they figure they're going to get it is by inflaming the passions and the emotions of as many women who watch the show as possible and to mobilize them as a whole new generation of anti-Scientologists. And they think that through that, 
they will able to be able to get their vengeance on David Miscavige. That's it. That's all that's going on here. And so any logic or facts are not going to get in the way of that. And they will use all logic. They will develop internal rationalizations and internal justifications to get what they want, which is vengeance against David Miscavige and the Church of Scientology. And that is the simplicity of what I've seen today. It's, it, it does boil down to this. And I really need to recognize what it is that I'm dealing with. And that is a person's desires. It's not his logic. I've never been dealing with his logic. I've been dealing with his desires. What is he trying to achieve as an anti-Scientologist? Is he trying to destroy the Church of Scientology? There are people who want Scientology wiped off the face of the earth. That's what they want. That's their desire. There are also people who just want it reformed. Their desire is to have enough information and enough pressure put on DM to have him reform the abuses in the church. That is something that uh, DM is working against. And he, kn- he knows that no, no amount of logic is going to do it, but if he's, and he's not smart enough to know and to develop defenses. All he can do is attack. He can't defend. He can't explain. He can't, he can't you know, provide contents. He, he can't do anything in this debate because he was taught by L. Ron Hubbard, always attack, never defend. He's never been able to actually um, present an argument that people can accept because he's constantly attacking and never defending. So it's, it's you know, clash of the titans here. It's, um, these people have a titanic desire for revenge against each other. And they are using all kinds of people in their fight. And the question is, do you want to be part of this fight? Because it actually really isn't your fight. Just to let you know, you were never beaten by David Miscavige like Mike Render was. You never had your cat murdered by the Church of Scientology like Tony Ortega did. You didn't get ripped off and used as a celebrity, you know, for what, 20 years like Leah Remedy did. So these guys want, they, they desire revenge. And I'm not saying it's not justified. I'm not even making that point. I don't know. I I might be, if, if if those kinds of extreme things happen to me, I might be right there with them. And anybody, you'll notice that anybody who has one of their hate sites, the Scientology hate sites put up against them, they're all in this group, okay? Every one of them have a hate site that the, that the, Church of Scientology has put out on you. And when, when they do that to you, it's threatening, man. It is really threatening. It's horrible. And it'll radicalize you. And you will want, you will, not only will you want revenge, you'll actually need it. Like some of the stuff they said against Chris Shelton, for instance. That's, you know, career harming stuff. And that is the kind of thing that you need revenge. You need to get them into a position where, where they'll take that shit down about you, okay? So that your reputation is not harmed. And that's what, exactly what they tried to do with Leah Remini. They tried, to, they tried to stop her from being able to get more work by doing stuff like this to her and probably a lot more than we have ever seen. So again, I'm not saying that their vengeance is unjustified. I'm just saying this is what's going on. This is what they want. And uh, you should always recognize that you're getting into a fight for these reasons. The fight is going on for these reasons. This is why these people are spending this much time, this much money, this much energy, this, this is such a huge part of their careers in getting, in getting uh, revenge.
That's why. That's why they're doing this. So you, you have to, number one, you have to recognize a few things. Number one, a person who's out for revenge as a desire uh, is going to form all logic that only supports that desire. He's not going to be, um, he's not likely to be Mr. Intellectual Honesty with himself. Okay, he's not going to go, yes, but. Yeah, it just gets in the way of his desire for revenge. If he, if he gets doubtful and starts to question his assumptions and things like that, his desire for revenge will become less justified. So he doesn't want that. No facts, no logic is that important that it can actually harm the mission. You can't use logic to harm the mission. Every crusade <laughs> is filled with freaking weird-ass logic, okay? It's very selective facts. It's the worst. Every crusade is the worst in critical thinking, okay? Take it from me, who've been on many crusades and probably will never stop being on a crusade. I know the twisted logic that is necessary to justify a crusade. And so this particular, what's interesting for me is that this particular crusade is in applying logic and critical thinking to both Scientology thinking and to anti-Scientology thinking. That's my, ne- my, that's my next crusade here that I'm on. And I, uh, the twisted logic that I'm operating on is that I'm going um, to change people's minds. People are going to become uh, less cruel and less unreasonable. That's... So I've got, I, I have to say that I probably have an internal logic um, that is twisted to achieve that end too for me. There's actually nothing in this for me except for a lot of people saying, Alonzo, you brought me out of my anti-Scientology fog and I woke up from your writings. <laughs> Maybe that's what I want. Maybe that's, that's how I'm justifying. That's my desire. That's my want. And I'm using my own internal logic to justify and rationalize that particular want. I can't say that I'm not an idiot here. I can't. I've never been able to uh, ever <laughs> say I'm not an idiot. I just, uh, I just, you know, I'm on, <laughs> I'm, on a, I'm on a mission too, man. Everybody's on a mission here, okay? And I'm on one too. It just doesn't happen to be the one everybody else is on, you know, or the or the two sides are on, the two major sides. <laughs> I have a, I, I got to tell you that I have a very hard time recruiting people to my side here. I just it does. There's nobody. There's nobody here. They look around. They go, Alan. Nobody thinks this. Everybody thinks this or this. Nobody thinks this, and so. Except for Marty Rathbun, but he's a you know an OSA agent, right? Anyway, over and out. <laughs>